Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with day two of our Foundations of Faith devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick with the Devo. Let's do it. I'm actually going to read three scriptures, and they're awesome, so here they go. The first one is Exodus 3, verse 14, and it says this, God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. The next one is Job chapter 36, verse 22. And it says, look, God is all powerful. Who is a teacher like him? And the last one is Psalms chapter 68, verse 20. And it says, our God is a God who saves. The sovereign Lord rescues us from death. The devotional says this. Who is God? All of scripture is an intricate mosaic that reveals a God who is deeply involved in creation and who cares intimately for humanity. And if we believe the Bible to be true, then we have to believe that the God it describes is true in his intentions and unified in his character. So what does God's word tell us about who God is and what he cares about? While the following list is nowhere near exhaustive, let's take a closer look at four foundational truths about God. First, God is creator and he actively creates. The word God uses to describe himself, Yahweh, essentially means I am who I am or I absolutely am. In other words, he is timeless. He is the beginning of all things and the end of all things. Nothing can exist apart from him because all life was created by him and only exists through him. God is righteous and just. In Jeremiah, God describes himself as the one who practices justice and righteousness. In scripture, those words often go together. The word justice describes a legal decision made by God that results in right actions that honor God's decrees. God is able to perfectly practice just, justice and righteousness because he is just and righteous. His decrees and actions are based on his own truthful character. Next, God is relational. God created us so that we could experience the joy and love that he is, then spread that joy and love to others. He does not need us to complete him, but he wants us to enjoy his presence and partner with him in caring for his creation. Next, God is love. God creates humans with love. He establishes and keeps his covenant with Israel throughout scripture because of his faithful love. And he sends his only son to rescue humanity because of his everlasting love. God is able to do all these things because he is love. And so when we delight in God, we get to experience love that's beyond our ability to generate. Next. How do we delight in God? In John 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
to delight in God, we must first come to know him. And to know him, we must know Jesus, who created the way through his death and resurrection for us to spend eternity with him. Because Jesus became God with us, we can have a personal understanding of who God is. We can boldly draw close to him and experience his love for ourselves. And in drawing close to him, he makes us righteous and shows us what his justice truly looks like. The action step is this. Ask God to reveal who he is to you as you study today's scripture passages. Create highlights and notes on any words about God's character and nature that stand out to you. And then reflect on that list throughout the day. Yeah, I think that's a great action step. Mm -hmm. Not just because you get to list out good things about his character that you believe, but also you may see some vacancy spots. You may see some areas where like, wait a second, I didn't mention this. Yeah. Where is God on that? And, you know, I heard a theologian say it. I'm, not, I'm probably going to butcher this, so just as a heads up. But the theologian was talking to like an atheist. And he's like, tell me about the God that you hate, because mm. I probably don't believe in that God either. Right. And it's this whole idea of like, we all have these misconstrued ideas of God and who he right. is. And yeah. so there's, again, just like what we talked about yesterday, there's no replacement for getting to know God and getting to know his goodness. And yeah. I don't know if you can hear this for people who are just listening or people who are watching on YouTube, but like I smile when I think about God. You can maybe yeah. able to even hear my smile as I talk about him because I just can't help but revel in his goodness. Yeah. And I, I mean, it does make me a bit emotional. I feel like I'm putting you all through a span of emotions <laughs> right now. I'm in a glass case of emotions. But no, it, I really do feel like whenever I meditate on him, because I went through a season where God is all I had. And he's blessed me with so much more, but I had to get to know him because I had no one else to get to know. And I, I remember where I was and I remember just getting to know more and more and more of him. And I asked him really tough questions yeah. and I even probably tried to offend him with some stuff because I disagreed. And there's so many things happening, but the more of him that I got to know, the more about myself I got to understand. And I just felt so in love with him. Yeah. And there's something that's so powerful because of course I want to like, I was actually texting with one of the guys in like the master's fam. His name's Sean. He's from South Africa. And he, I, I said, Hey, how can I pray specifically for you? Mm -hmm. And one of the things he said is like, I want to go from knowing God to knowing God. Yeah. And I know you all know what I mean there's when I say knowing God, there's a yeah. big difference. Like I want to know and feel, mm -hmm. I don't just want to know by knowledge. I want to know and yeah. feel him. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think I'm rambling at this point, but I just want to reiterate that the more that we get to know God by mm -hmm. spending time in his word, by praying that God yeah. reveals something new about you to me today. Yeah. I want to get to see more of you because we don't know what we don't know. Yeah, and we're, we're, we as believers are probably operating in such a limited view of him because mm -hmm. we're not spending enough time with him. Yeah. And it's, again, that's not a call out. That's a call up for yeah. all of us to say, wow, I can absolutely spend more time with the Lord because mm -hmm. again, he is worthy of my attention. Yeah. And it should be exciting. I also want to remind you guys that God isn't scared of your questions. He isn't like worried about how he's going to respond to them. Like God is not sitting up there having his own identity crisis. Like God knows exactly who he is and he just wants to share more of that with you. And so I think it's really actually imperative to be inquisitive about God. 
we need to ask him. We need to pray that he would reveal himself to us through scripture, through people, through his creation. Like we should desire nothing more than this. And I think that's, as Chad was sharing, I'm like, that that deep sense of like going from knowing who God is to like knowing God and being in relationship with him, being in union with him, walking hand in hand with him, step in step with him. You should desire nothing more than that. Like that should be so far above anything else that you desire here on earth. And if you feel in your life that you are desiring anything more than that, whether that be success, whether that even be community, whether that be a good thing, you are desiring any of it more than being in relationship with God. You need to bring that to him and you need to make sure that none of those things have become idols in your life. Because let me tell you, Christians, we can make good things idols. And so we need to make sure that we have not elevated anything to the throne of our heart that is not first the father. But let me tell you, when we do elevate him, when we do elevate him to his right place, we will experience things that we will never experience from any other relationship here on earth, any anything here on earth. The peace that you will experience, the joy that you will experience, that feeling that Chad was saying, that in love with him feeling, you only get that when you're pursuing his presence, when you're diving into his word, when you lift your hands and you worship him and you give him your life truly, when you truly surrender your life and let him be Lord of your life, there's a difference between knowing scripture and living scripture. Because you can know a ton of scripture and not be living with God dwelling in your midst. Like there's a difference. And so, yeah. yeah, I've always, you know, I've always felt so much better when I'm living rightly. I know you all can attest to that too, that whenever I just wake up and the Lord is on my heart and the Lord's on my mind and I'm not falling into gluttony, I'm not falling into slothfulness, I'm not falling into lust, I'm not falling into these things. Yeah. I feel so much lighter yeah. throughout the day. And I think that's just the the point that we re- really want to hammer home is that this is also for your good. This yes. is for all of our good. And I know that sometimes we feel like it's either or, where it's either I'm going to spend time with God or I'm going to feel great and go hang out with my friends or I'm going to go do this. It's like, no, like as you do spend time with the Lord, he will likely put good community on yeah. your heart in a way for you to serve them or people will be helping you in a time of need. Like yeah. you experience the true joy that comes yeah. from the Lord and how he is just constantly working everything for good. It'll elevate every other aspect of yes, your life. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to pray some help? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are today, who you are, God. As we meditate on that today, Lord, I pray that we would just be left in such awe and wonder of the fact that we get to learn more about you, that we get to be in relationship with you, that as we draw near to you, you draw near to us. Father, you say knock and the door will be opened. Father, so we come to you knocking today. 
We knock at the door of your throne room and we thank you that you open that door with gladness, that you meet us with excitement and joy. Father, we come to you expectant today to learn more about your character, more about your goodness, more about your faithfulness, more. Father, that's what we want. We want more of you. We pray for it in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen.